<laughs> good afternoon. Good afternoon, ladies. How is everyone doing today? Good, good, yes. Wonderful Sunday afternoon. I'm just looking down to make sure we are live. And it looks like we are. So welcome, welcome, welcome to A Queen's Roundtable Show, which happens every second and fourth Sunday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you so much for joining us. We are so appreciative of that. And for those of you that will catch the replay, thank you as well. Leave any questions or comments you have and please interact with us. We want your questions. We want to hear your comments. Okay. So I'm your host, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison. And I have a special guest with me here today. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Ashley R. Triplett. Um, I am a financial and business manager. I've been doing this officially for about three and a half years officially <laughs> and it's it was it was always kind of like a secret passion of mine but um just never really tried to delve into it much or um that is use it to help others um until i realized others need help and it doesn't matter where help comes from you know um i i i've realized in life that you can learn from anybody so it is is now become my main focus i do other things but it's become my main focus um basically because at the end of the day if i can just help one person or help somebody see something that they didn't see before and realize something they didn't see before, then that that's worth it all to me. Okay. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. Thank you. And I have to say, I think, you know, financial, financial well, literacy <laughs> is so, so important. And I, mm -hmm. I think, you know, it, especially within our communities, it's, it's something that we, Mm, I think I don't want to say taboo. That's the wrong word, y'all. <laughs> but it's something we don't we don't talk about a lot. You know, know, in terms of what's what is the process you really go through in order to build wealth? I know a lot of people, you know, are, are talk now online about different streams of income. You know, I know that that's you know, I guess I kind of want to say maybe a hot topic now, but yeah just just and and you know and and the thing of it is money money just i mean a lot of times people don't really like to talk about money and then especially this is well you I, as you know this show oh, don't talk about a lot i got double oh okay well, I'm like, oh, that's me. wait a minute <laughs> i just I didn't expect it to pop up too. i didn't expect so, it to pop up my bad oh no no problem well, you know, know what, to down. you know what, you might as well go ahead and share it out then. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, go ahead. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and actually, I think it's a really good topic because, you know, this show is geared towards coaches and consultants. And I think a lot of times we have money, money blocks, mm. you know, we don't really want, you know, we feel funny charging, 
you know, X amount of dollars and, you know, we feel some kind of way about doing it, you know? So I know this, this comes yeah. up very frequently. So I'm it sure is. you're going to get into some, some of that as you begin to talk. But before we kind of dive into the topic itself, tell us a little bit more about you. Like what, like what state are you in? Did you grow up there? Did you come from a large family? Um, do you have children? Are you married? Things that, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, <clears throat> well, I grew up kind of between Florida and Georgia, mainly Georgia. Um, all of my schooling, for the most part, that is, was in Georgia. But um, Florida is home. That's where I was born. Um, that's uh, where I have dual residency, for lack of better words. Um, we have residences still there. Um, a large family, I, I would say yes, because I um, have an ex uh, extended family, a huge extended family on both sides, from all sides, from everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Um, and, um, I, you know, most of the people that I call family, honestly, truly are not even necessarily related by blood. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's people that raised me or helped raise me, um, grew up that, you know, I called aunt or uncle and didn't know any different until I got older, <laughs> wow. um, you know, um, and then I think I, I think my parents got that from their parents because uh, their parents did that, and they already had a big family. Their just their siblings and their parents alone was a big family on both sides. But their parents was always taking in people, <laughs> um, you know, always uh, having sister here, brother there, whatever. And so, um, it, and it's just become something that I'm used to. Um, let's see. Um, do you have children? I don't, I want children, but I don't have any children. I'm not married yet. I've been engaged. Okay. That didn't work out too well, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, just right now, just, Taking the single life, I guess, for lack of better words, um, you know, um, trying to enjoy it as much as possible. <laughs> it is kind of fun being single. You can kind of do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anything, anybody or, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just um, just really. Um, actually, um, lately I decided to take time for myself, be a little selfish. Cause I'm usually not, mm -hmm. I'm usually not, I'm always giving of myself, giving of my time, um, doing something for others and don't get me wrong. I still do. Cause mm -hmm. I, you know, I still have people that are close to me that will do for me in a heartbeat, but, um, I I've drawn back a little bit more and learned how to be just a little bit selfish and not feel guilty about it. Okay. Yeah. And when you say not feel guilty about it, I don't know what it is <laughs> about like us as women, like why we are so inclined to feel guilty about mm -hmm. time for ourselves. And you're, you know, you're a single person. Well, when I say single, I mean like, you don't, you don't have any children. So right. So you deal with mothers. 
oh my God, you know, it's just like, like, I guess the world tells us that when we have children, that that's like the first and foremost, like we don't even exist anymore, you know, mm-hmm. we're not even important anymore, you know, mm-hmm. so, so that conversation is had very, very frequently in terms of, you know, self-care, because that, that that's really what it is, you know, yeah. you can't keep pouring from an empty, you can't keep pouring from an empty pot, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. have to replenish. And, Wow, if, yeah. And you know, some some people they practice self care or they may do things for themselves, but they're so busy feeling guilty about doing it that it just defeats the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it comes up every. I'm telling you, it comes up every interview. We talk about it. <laughs> that is that's so awesome, and that's one of the questions that I usually ask is for people to kind of share a little bit about how they practice self care. So how how do you? I know you've um, been doing it lately. Yeah, lately. I, and honestly, truly, um, uh, sad to say, I, I I hadn't even thought about it I, actually um, until hmm. <laughs> um, recently. And by recently, I mean within the past year or so. I, okay. I never, and, and, and it's funny because lots of people that don't know me, um, they they think I'm kind of stuck up, selfish, bougie kind of person, but <laughs> if they only knew, um, it, it, I I don't even think about myself first. I wake up and think about others, whoever it may be, and it's usually someone close to me or a family member, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and that's what I do. I wake up and think about them, and then, um, last year, I. Well, actually, the year before, at the end of 2018, I found myself um, registered by a friend for a pageant, okay. and I was like, "What is this?" Like this friend, I, I was like, "Yeah, this friend." <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was like, "She knows darn well I am not this type of chick." Like, uh-huh. no, but. It, it at the end of the day, even though it became this beautiful sisterhood, and I love my sister queens to this day, but at the end of the day, it was also competition. And when you're in competition, you do have to think about self and what makes you look good, what makes your image pop, especially in the world of pageantry, which was something I knew nothing of. The last time I attempted to do anything close to that was in high school when I ran for my high school queen. Okay. And so this was a real pageant with real things that we had to do. And um, the women business leaders and entrepreneur pageant. And oh my goodness, um, I just got so much out of it. I learned how to take care of self and focus on self, but also be there for others. And it, it was, it was the greatest, one of the greatest experiences I've had recently in life as an adult. Okay. And, um, uh, and, and I, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I had and the, um, and it's still ongoing cause I'm on the Royal court. So, <laughs> um, okay. So that's actually, honestly, truly the first time I started to think about me 
more than any other time. I mean, I would think about myself, but then I would start doing something else and thinking about other people. Yeah, yeah it, it, my focus will always change. But that was the first time I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually got to pay attention to me. I got to make sure I'm good. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of looking down at your bio here. So tell us, tell us a little bit more about that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, oh, okay. So it's called the Miss Hospitality. No, I'm, I'm Miss Hospitality mm -hmm. and Director's okay. Choice. Yep. Okay. Okay. And the, and the actual pageant itself was called Leaders and Entrepreneur Pageant? Women, Business Leaders and Entrepreneur oh, Pageant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. So tell us, I'm real interested in that. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what is the, I don't know, sometimes I'm hearing a lot. Are you hearing my voice echo? Um, just slightly, but. Slightly, okay. All right. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, how, you know, how do you get involved in that? Like, what, what are the expectations? Like, what type of things do you learn from it? Because I've never really. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really heard of that. <laughs> I mean, because you know what I mean? When I think of a pageant, I think of a typical, you know, let me, let me put my quotes in there, beauty pageant. You know what I mean? Okay. And I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of other people that are listening might think the same thing. So tell, if you don't mind, tell us yeah, a little bit no. about it. Absolutely. Um, to be honest, that was one of the reasons why I did not <laughs> want to do it. Um, okay. Because I had a good and a bad experience in high school. And that's the only thought and experience, personal experience that I had of a pageant of any kind. And it was, I hate to say it was almost awful. It was almost an awful experience. Um, okay. And, but I mean, I smiled through it and, you know, got through it and it was something to learn and, you know, it was a opportunity, but, <clears throat> my um but one of my close friends she happened to uh be on the current royal court at that time and literally one morning um i woke up to her phone call and she was like so i registered you for the pageant that i'm in all right love you bye and hung up the phone that was it and i was like what did she just <laughs> what did she just do but when I called the director, Omega Auntie Mother Seal, we all call her Auntie. When I called this woman who I never heard of, didn't know who this person mm -hmm. was, her energy, her love and respect for me as a person that she did not know. I mean, I was like, I'll just do the pageant just because I'm on the phone with like, okay, she just she just is such a wonderful spectacular person and is a mentor for me to this day but she she and my my friend were um the the reason why i was like you know what if my friend was bold enough to sign me up for this it must be you know she must see something that i don't and so i moved forward <laughs> and it was I, I got to the point where I was like, I don't care if I win anything, just the experience alone was great. Um, because it does, <laughs> it does, 
push you forward as a woman entrepreneur or a growing entrepreneur. Um, she, Omega Mother Seal is an amazing business coach. I mean, she's done it all for the most part, or she's dealt with someone directly who's done whatever it is that you're doing. So, and she has so much experience um, and so much talent and so much drive. And so if you truly want something and she knows you want it, she she's going to push you forward. You don't have a choice. And that's what I appreciated about her. When, when you show that you want it and you show that you are going to do the best, whatever it is that you can, she is in your corner 100%. And then it became a sisterhood, like I said, because, you know, I hate to say this, but in our culture, especially, it's usually cat, cat fights. It's catty when you get a lot of women, especially alpha-like women or alpha women around each other. Um, especially in business, we, we can't, we, we can't be in a room for five minutes and help each other. We just can't. And it, it wasn't tolerated in this pageant. It, it was not tolerated in this pageant. Um, so that's one thing that was great about it. It forced us to work together, but realize, yes, we are in a competition, but here's other people that can help grow your business, grow your network. You know, they say your network is your net worth. And it's honestly, truly, I mean, I, I, I've been told that I've said it before, but say that again, say it again. Let's hear it again. Your network is your net worth. I mean, seriously. Um, I have a best, a, a close guy friend from that I've known since high school. Mm -hmm. And because I knew him, when I moved back up here from Florida, that grew my network exponentially. Like it, and to this day, those people are some of my closest allies, my closest friends. They got my back and helped me with everything. They're like family. I mean, they really are family. Okay. Um, and then when I got into this pageant, just out of connecting with the other delegates and the director herself, it it took my business to a whole nother level that I I wouldn't have ever thought or had the courage to do, honestly. Um, I met a publisher and an author, a award-winning author, mm -hmm. one of my sister queens. And because of her, I'm going to be, uh, publish a book. Um, That's one awesome. Of, yes, and one of the judges uh, was a former Miss Orlando, and now I have her number. She's a friend, like you know. <laughs> um, one of the other judges is this huge international speaker who uh, allowed us on the Royal court to be a part of his speaking platform. So now we're learning how to speak and having chances to speak in front of people that we wouldn't have had no connection to otherwise through him. And uh, I mean, and then I have another sister queen who is a, a travel agent 
And I, I actually am a certified travel agent as well, but that wasn't my main focus. But I was like, here, take all of my travel stuff and do with it what you will. And so we're partnering together on that. And it, I mean, it's grown my yeah. business in, in ways that I, I, I wouldn't have imagined or thought to do, honestly. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just floored, you know, it mean, sounds like an awesome experience. So do you guys, I mean, is it set up like a pageant? I mean, it, it actually is. It's okay. everything pageantry, mm -hmm. except okay. the focus is not beauty. The focus is your business. Okay. Um, okay. You know, so actually, hold on. Okay. I actually have. It's giving me some ideas. You know why? While you're doing that, I want to I want to acknowledge I want to acknowledge Miss uh, Tanya. Yes, you Chica. Can you see her comments too? I always forget this. Can yes. Okay. So she 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 repeated it again. Your network is your <laughs> network, and I I know we her and I we've had talks about that about how important it is. You know, and it goes into you know just the importance of networking the importance of networking but thank you so much for joining us taking time from your sunday afternoon to join us Hello, Tanya. <laughs> um so, what are you showing us over there so this is an example not an example this is my actual sash okay uh, trying to get it okay so as you can see artistically created and my whole business name couldn't fit on it but it's miss artistically created productions so it focuses on your business. Your okay. business is who you are. Okay. Um, and I proudly wear this sash and my crowns anytime I get. I have two sashes and two crowns. And I was just like, I never thought I would be that person. <laughs> but I seriously, any opportunity I get, anytime um, we have to put on our crown and sashes and uh, due to COVID, we haven't been able to do so much uh, mm -hmm. networking with them. But mm -hmm. anytime I get a chance to do a photo op or anything, and and you know, many people take it as being arrogant, and I, it's slightly, you know, okay, I'll take that. That's fine, mm -hmm. uh, but it's because it's my business. It, it's not. I'm not representing something that's not me, and mm -hmm. so it, it makes me happy and even more proud to to um wear it and then mm -hmm. it also unfortunately for some but fortunately for me draws attention to me and then that way they can ask what is artistically created productions mm -hmm. and i can say that's me <laughs> you right. know mm -hmm. um so that's that's one thing that's awesome about it it's everything pageantry but it's the focus is your business so she took her two loves the director which is pageantry because she is she has a lot of titles. <laughs> She's okay. been in a lot of pageants. So she took her pageantry and business and meshed the two. Wow. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I'm interested to know, you know, by by people's comments, if they've heard of something like that. I mean, that that gives me some ideas. I wonder if they have anything like that. Here in Michigan, I'm in Michigan. Well, we're actually um, we're nationwide, so okay. you can okay. anybody can go to wblep.com 
And I want to write that down. Yes. Okay. All right. Say it one more time. W B L E P Women Business Leaders Entrepreneur Pageant um, dot com okay. and um, sign up, inquire. As a matter of fact, um, honestly, truly, if you go on any of my pages, my social media pages, nine times out of ten, there she's tagged, um, the or the business page is tagged or something. Okay. Um, and I'll even when I share it, I'll even put the information there. But okay. um, yeah, they we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter account, we have everything. So. Um, WBLEP, even if you hashtag it, uh, look it up that way, you'll, you'll find it. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you, Tanya, for putting that in WBLEP.com. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I may have to look that up. I like it. You know, and this is what's so cool. Another part of why I like doing this show. I mean, it's a lot of reasons why I like doing the show, but <laughs> it's so cool the way you find out, you know, different things. You know, just just by talking to people, you know, you kind of find you, you just find out. Oh, it opens up a world of opportunities. Absolutely. You know, you know di different things that you didn't know about, you know, and being able to connect. And, you know, now now I found out about this and that it's <laughs> nationwide and, you know, other, you know, women entrepreneurs that are watching us now or that, you know, watch the replay might be like, oh, OK, let me check that out, you know. But I mean, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, I, I, I really do. I, I'm going to take the comment down, but I'll bring it back up later. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think a lot of times we really downplay that that whole networking piece. Oh, my gosh. You know, yes. and, <laughs> you, know, and, you, you know what I mean? I, I, and and I, I think sometimes I'm not saying everybody, but I think. Sometimes, and especially, and I, it's like, I, I don't mean to speak, you know, negatively, but I do kind of feel you when you say, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a lot of women together and for things to be positive, you know, and it's like, I don't want to speak anything negative out there, you know, no, right. Yeah. But I have, you know, I have seen it, you know, I have mm -hmm. witnessed it. Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, when you really bring people together and if we really realize the, the the power that we have when we come together you know what I mean each of us just on our own is like wow you know people be like whoa you know what I mean <laughs> I mean you know Absolutely. with a lot you know and then that's individually but if you get all of us together like working on a particular Girl. you know topic or you know towards a particular um focus Girl. You know, something specific. Listen, my that friend who signed me up for the pageant, that's the one who did my bio. I, I oh, okay. not one. Mm -mm. Nope. She yeah. has. A, that's her. That's her business. She that's does business. career. Um. Yeah. She does resumes and bios, and I mean, I I, I reuse her if if when I was looking for a job, I reuse that resume so much. <laughs> Okay. okay, and that's her business. She does that. Okay, Agape Career Group. Okay, it's sad when you don't remember all the the exact mm -hmm. name because you call it some something else because that's your friend, so you really never call it what it is. No, it's yeah. terrible. But <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But that that is so awesome. I love I love hearing that. 
Oh, yeah. And Ta Tanya was just, she said that, um, well, you guys can see that it's unfortunate. We sometimes lose because of not sharing. And that that's true, you know. And again, you know, I hate to say it, but I have seen it happen that sometimes people get into this whole mindset that if, you know, I help you out or, you, you know what I mean? Just this whole mindset of somebody's going to steal something from me or, you know, somehow, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I share any of this information, then it's going to somehow, you know, have a negative impact on what I'm doing or take away from me. You know, it's just like we kind of have to get out of that, get out of that mentality, you know. And I and I think sometimes what what happens is that people may have a real bad experience. You know what I mean? They kind of ran into like a real bad apple and just had a horrible experience. And sometimes that might, you know, you know, just like just like with a relationship, maybe you oh, relationship and you get kind of dogged out in that relationship and then you take you, you know, you carry it, you know, to the next relationship. And just assume that the next man or the next woman out there in you know an online business space, let's just say, is gonna do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's so true. Um that's honestly um that's honestly why most of us can't accomplish anything. Yeah. Um I actually um Excuse me. I created an umbrella company, honestly, uh, a few years ago okay. with the purpose. So that me and uh, certain uh, business associates or friends at that time could do certain things together. Because um, I actually started off my entrepreneurship um, in talent management. I kind of got thrown into it. I, I still technically am a talent manager because um, most of my uh, clients that I still have told me that they're not getting another manager. So I just need to get that in my head. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, that's how I started off. I was kind of thrown into it because um, one of my best friends and who's a cousin of mine, she needed somebody to help her with some things. And then I just started learning the industry off of that. And um, so then I started helping her with her show that she had at the time. And it just kind of grew from there. And so I had met a lot of people along the way. And then there was a point where we all wanted to work together. And so, yeah, I created the company. Yeah, I used my name for the EIN, but I looked at it as it, it was our company. And, you know, this is what, you know, we should use when we're all coming together or whatever. And uh, like two of us agreed. And then the others thought I was trying to take over and I'm, I was like, I'm not that, it's not that serious. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, I was just trying to have something make sense. And it's a lot, it's a lot like that all the time where everybody's like, oh no, you're trying to take over because your name is on this or your name is on that. And it's like, who cares? Who knows? Like right. nobody really knows all the behind the scenes, anything, unless you tell yeah. them. You tell them. So, yeah. so just yeah. work. <laughs> just work. Yeah. Oh, hate to hear that. Um, let me go go to another comment. So she wants the, the bio connect. I will get that. I will get that to her. <laughs> she's we we all need that, you know, especially like when you, you know, it's a it it's an art. It's really an art for you know, and people that, that do that, I have to take my hats off to them. You know, individuals that you know write bios, being able to write something in a condensed format that that really 
captures the person and you know and and the words like capture you and really give you like really bring to life who you are as a person so mm-hmm. that, that that's really a skill yeah what i gave her and what the bio is that i gave you are two totally different oh okay <laughs> okay <laughs> she's the miracle worker i'll say that because yeah so you yeah. guys can, can connect on that and mm-hmm. and um message me um yeah you can message me my name is exactly what it is on facebook so just message me ashley r triplet right so that's how you spell her name okay yeah all right so that's awesome 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 so that that tells a little bit about that i'm definitely i'm gonna google that too (laughs) see what i can find here in this area yes um that is awesome. We have it every year. Registration for the 2021 um, pageant will actually probably not be um, <coughs> available until after our pageant this year. Okay. Our, our pageant this year will be um, Labor Day weekend. So after that is when you'll start seeing registration for the next pageant. However, it, it might be a surprise. So just 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 keep pay attention to the the pageant page. We um it might be a surprise this year. So <laughs> okay. and it, it it costs right. There's a fee associated with it, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <clears throat> now, do you guys go on trips together or like retreats? We do actually. <laughs> okay. Um, but um. We went to a, a speaker's convention in um, Kansas City okay. last year. Um, we were supposed to do some stuff this year, but of course, you know, right. um, <laughs> but um, and then end of, oh, oh um, a few of us went to Alabama. Uh, also to support our sister queens that were having a fashion show and um, an, a, uh, a fundraiser type for dom- uh, domestic violence and okay. uh, abuse and everything like that. So uh, we all support each other just depending on who can make it and where we are and what's going right. on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's based out of Florida, but um, anybody in the United States is available to, uh, is um uh, is able to join. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's based she's based out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I actually wanted to ask you, so we, we touched on a little about the self-care. Right. And like I said, that's a big one. I always want I always want the audience to know that it is so important to take care of yourself because it's so easy for us to get so involved in doing other things mm-hmm. and caring for other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that we're kind of putting ourselves on the back burner. Absolutely. So, so you know, what what did you take away from the uh, pageant or what do you do now that ensures like regular self-care? Like, do you disconnect from your devices? Do you get involved in a good book? What do you do? 
Um, that you need to do that. <laughs> so I, I have lots of books. Okay. Um, now, lately, I haven't been able to dive into my fun books, for lack of better words, lately, because I actually decided to focus on um, investing into my business. Um, okay. But um, the way I'm currently doing that and how I put it with self-care is I'm not really doing all this pomp and pomp and circumstances people you know I'm not uh telling people what I'm doing I'm kind of just like laying low um so this is the first time in a while that I actually haven't been um getting a lot of clients or um gathering a bunch of people because I've just been taking the time to grow more and learn more in my business. So I've been investing in my business, um, investing in certifications, um, investing in updating my licenses that may have expired or whatever the case may be. And um, uh, working on courses. I, I've launched one course um, so far out of that for teens, um, a financial literacy course for teens. And I am working on my other courses that I'll be launching soon. So I've just been taking time away from uh, being uh, in the front, which I don't like doing anyways. So it works for me, <laughs> but I've taken time to uh, get out of the spotlight, if you will, mm -hmm. um, and just kind of taking a step back and started working on things so then when i do come back to the forefront i have more things to offer for clients and better ways to help people i still of course um i'm i get referrals so i still do clients and everything like that but that's just not my main focus and also i um like those friends those great friends and family members i told you about um those great friends and family I also am um, helping them with their financial uh, aspects as far as their businesses go so that they don't have to do it. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm helping behind the scenes so that when we all come back out, it's like, all right, <laughs> you know, we got this done, we got this accomplished. And to be honest, the pandemic has kind of been a blessing in disguise because it forced people to chill out. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's what I've been doing. I've just been investing more in me. And then the fun thing that I do this for self-care, the nerd side of me, I, I love computer games. So I have this one game that I'm addicted to that um, I kind of went on a, a shopping spree, if you will, and bought a few more games for it and um, treated myself. <laughs> so I play my game once in a while. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. So one thing I always like to ask my guests is, and usually I, I ask this towards the beginning, but I wanna I wanna ask you now. What would you say was one of your greatest obstacles or challenges? Mm -hmm that you wouldn't mind sharing with us and how you, you know, overcame it or how you didn't allow it 
to hinder your growth and your development? What what would you say if you could name just one thing? Um hmm. for for people that um know me and and I do want to make this note when I say family mm -hmm. there's a difference between family and relatives mm -hmm. okay all right <laughs> so you know relatives you're related to genetically mm -hmm. you know yeah. but um I I mostly now have mainly family now some of them are relatives but I have family and friends so um so for those family uh, members and uh, close friends who who know me, um, I hate it for the life of me, <laughs> and I know hate is such a strong word, but I hate it being in the spotlight, especially ever since that bad moment in high school with the pageant and just the horrible experience that it was. I, I hated being in the spotlight. And the crazy thing is, in theory, I always was. Um, because I I was usually top of my class in something. Uh, I made excellent grades as far as grades was concerned. You know, I, I, I was the nerd, I, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and I even I even did morning announcements, but I hated being in the forefront. I, I just it was like it's, it was just something to do um, to, and to me in my mind. I was like, OK, yeah. All right. Thanks. Got the award. Thank you. Sitting down. Like, don't don't pay attention to the person over here. Um, I was section leader most of the time. Um, I played I played an instrument. I was section leader most of the time. So I got. I was in the forefront because of that, and, and but I hated it. Like <laughs> any way I could avoid it, I I hated it. And mm. um, so fast forward um to adult years, I had uh, family and friends tell me. Um, Ashley, you really, honestly, truly don't realize. Hey, sis, you um, honestly don't realize your potential. And I was like, what are you talking about? They was like, you've always been in the forefront that you just really didn't take it as that. And I was like, mm, nope. <laughs> and um, they, they just, um, they told me you need to step into your purpose, if you will, and uh, just go for it. And I kept pushing, pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then honestly, um, when that, when the pageant came around, I was like, okay, I can't do that anymore. I can't be in the background and hide away from <laughs> being in the front. I can't hide from my talent. Uh, you know, he, he, here's an opportunity where I have to show people what I love doing and what I'm passionate about and how are you going to honestly, truthfully show anyone what you're passionate about if you don't take that chance every once in a while <laughs> to step out in front. 
And so when I got crowned, I mean, the tears, uh, the, the expression on my face, I actually saw a video and I was like, I stood there forever. Like my brain was in shock. <laughs> and I knew then and there, Halen, that's one of the people who tells me all the time. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I stood there in shock. And then I said to myself, from here on out, no more. I gotta take the yeah, I have to take that chance. Whether it's good or bad, like like this right here, interview, even though we're comfortable in our homes, nope. <laughs> it would not be something I would purposely do. You know, um and and so I, I was like, okay, all right, Ash. And so now I find myself signing up for doing stuff that's gonna like I know. I'm going to have no choice. Like I'm going to have to talk. I'm going to have to be in front of people. Um, that's why I um, am grateful for black belt speakers. That's the um, one of the organizations that I was um, uh, given the opportunity to be a part of. Thanks to the pageant. Cause uh, okay. Dr. Dr. Um, West was one of our judges and Mrs. West was one of our judges. And it's such a beautiful, wonderful plat platform. I mean, seriously, if if you want to start speaking, sign up for black belt speakers. Like, if you have a fear of speaking, sign up for black belt speakers. So you wait now, but is that under the umbrella of the pageant, or is that something separate? It's actually something separate. But okay. we found out about it because he was one of the judges. Him and his wife were okay. one of the judges at the at our pageant. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we met okay. them because of that, and. He's him and his black belt speaker family, for lack of better words, just opened their arms to us. Um, you, you see, I'm writing that down right now. Is that B L A C K B E L T? Black black belt. belt. Uh huh. Speakers. This black belt. And I, uh huh. And I'll send I'll send you all of um. The okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I see. Okay, so. All right, so we got Miss Lindsay. Am I pronouncing it right? Yes. That's, that's actually one of my board members. <laughs> okay. And then and we have um um Brienne. Uh-huh. And that's my sister queen. Oh, okay. What's that? Miss You know what? And I and and so how does it how does it feel now? You know, from somebody going from always wanting to be behind the scenes and not really wanting, you know, not really, I guess, accepting that basically what is your, if you, is that you, ugh, you've always been a leader, right? That's mm -hmm. what it sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. You've always been a leader and, but you just kind of, you know, oh no, you know, that's no, that that's not me. I'm, you know, I belong back here. I'm gonna stay back here. So how does it feel being out in the front? I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> real, that's real. You know, because thing it does things don't ha happen overnight. You're not going to undo it overnight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you're doing it, and you're doing an excellent job. And little, little by little, you're even though you may be a little fearful, a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still doing it. You're doing it scared, if you will. You still, it's gonna get easier and easier. Yeah, you probably still get some little butterflies. Oh, I do. Know, I really do. But you're doing it. 
Yeah, she says stepping on out. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Oh, this is so awesome. Oh, I mean, I have, you know, we ain't even talk, talked about the, the topic yet. And I, I've learned so much and, you know, this is, this is so awesome. So, okay. So I, I did have one other question, but yeah. I want to make, make sure you talk about your, your, your topic. And if there's time, I'll ask you towards the end. It's like a, you know, a finale or a closeout, if you will. No problem. No problem. Um, honestly, so like I said a little earlier, how I started doing finances is something that I've always done. Um, now, Lindsay is, uh, she actually is, like I said, she's one of my board members, but, and I, and we usually don't tell people this, but she's also, she is actually one of my family members, my actual family members. So she's known me her whole life <laughs> and um she knows um and many people know <laughs> that know me i've always been very 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 frugal with my money okay. i am one of those people who if i don't want it a and it's not a necessity like if i really really don't need it if i could find a way to get around it i'm not buying it okay. like you know and like i said i spoil myself once in a while now with um, games or something like that. And as a kid, I actually, you know, spoiled myself once in a while with toys or something. You know, um, I, you know, I went on little shopping sprees with my parents, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I am like one of those people who I will, I will count and keep every little penny I can. And I just always been that way. I, um, I used to hide my money um, in my toys when I was little. And then um, when I got a little bit older and wasn't playing with my toys, I kept my money there because I was like, nobody would suspect the toys because I don't play with them no more. So I kept my money there. Funny. And then <laughs> I started hiding my money in other places. And then one day my mom was like, oh, let's, um, she wanted to, she had like a weekend off or something and she wanted to teach me about bank accounts. And so, here she is thinking that, you know, she's going to give her a little girl and I'm the baby. It's three of us. Um, I have two very much older siblings, I like to say. Um, but no, um, she was like, hey, I'm going to, you know, give my daughter a, a nice little check or something, you know, so she can open her first bank account. Mm -hmm. You know, she was proud mom. And um, I, I actually had a pretty sizable amount of money myself. And <laughs> You pulled out your wad. You started like, what? What, that money? <laughs> what is going on? And I was like, uh, uh, you know, but it, it was money that I had been scripting and saving since I was little, since I was like four or five. Like, and I opened the account when I was, uh, I just turned 17 and um, I had opened the account. And, um, it was birthday money, Christmas money. Um, Yo, no one to it like that? Dang. Yeah, I was like, wow. I, I was the finesser. I can't wait to spend that money. No, I was the finesser. I had other people spend their money. Oh. Um, like, seriously, I would negotiate. <laughs> that was my negotiation. <laughs> so, um, and I'm actually. <laughs> 
I'm still that way to this day, honestly, truly. I, me and my sister, I don't know how we do it because we are two grown, grown women. Mm-hmm. But me and my sister, we are daddy's girls. We really are, and it's it's a little sad, but it's true. We can still finagle something out of out of my dad and potentially my mom. So <laughs> you know, but um, we okay. we if we can, if we can do it, we do, we do, we really do. <laughs> okay. I, I'll be the like seriously. Something happens to my car. I'll be like, Dah. you know, like, ah. um, right, I need you. I need you over here. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so true. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I, I, I'm, I am a penny pincher. I am, and I think I got it from a mixture of my parents because my mm-hmm. mom, she majored in business, and so that's what she did. Uh, and that's what she did for a living, actually, um, as an executive at her job. But and then my dad, um, he was uh, I want to say marketing or whatever, but he's really like now you look in the dic- dictionary and you will see a picture of my dad next to the word cheap. Like, okay. seriously, that that is my dad. <laughs> okay. But so just a combination of growing up with them, too. Okay. And um, I, I think that's honestly truly where I got it from um and so um and so I was just like what you know what like let me learn more about this and then that's what pushed me to uh start moving forward and getting certifications and getting licenses and um you know signing up for certain things and um and and I I'm glad I did Because it's like you said earlier, financial literacy is something that we usually don't talk about. And honestly, truly, even with my mom being a business major, they didn't teach you everything that you should know as a business major. You know, they didn't teach you the ins and outs of stuff. So I I started learning by looking at my own accounts. Stuff was happening. I was like, wait a minute, but I'm doing this. So why isn't this working? Or why is this? credit card lower than the other or mm-hmm. why did my credit score drop or and then I, I was like but I'm doing all the right things so you you know so society says but mm-hmm. they don't teach you everything no that's that's not what they they're there for honestly truly um they're teaching you how to run someone else's business in all reality yeah they're not teaching you yes. financial literacy right so there was just some things that even with all of her um, experience, even with all of my mom's experience and all of my dad's experience mm-hmm. and other family members who uh, studied business or have their own businesses, it was just some things they, they weren't taught and they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the great thing is because of what they did know, they were able to maintain a healthy and mm-hmm. a good lifestyle, right. but they just didn't know that they didn't know. And so when I started seeing what it was doing to me personally, I was like, okay, something's wrong with this picture because I'm I'm making money, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but my credit score dropped because of why, or my FICO score is low because of what, or why am I paying this, but this isn't like it, it just wasn't. And you you know what? Yeah. And I'm I'm horrible. Like you know, I start a job and. You know, I'm putting this amount in the 
401k. And, you know, it's almost like I'm just like, it's, it's just, I'm blindly doing it. It's like I do, I do a couple of elections, get it set up. Then I just go somewhere and I just never look at it again. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, or like, like people see how their, how their, how their credit score is moving up, down or whatever, but they don't really stop to really take the time to investigate, you know, mm -hmm. and I know realizing your potential is all about empowerment. You know, it's about empowering women to make better choices. Mm -hmm. And your, your portion is the ec economic is, is the financial piece, financial freedom and mm -hmm. being able to make better choices, you know, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. Oh, let me acknowledge Miss, um, Miss uh, Tanisha, how you doing today? Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, so this is just so, this is so awesome. Okay. So this is what I want to ask you. Okay. Uh, here I go. I'm asking questions I, and I'm, I'm cutting into your, well, you oh. know what? I want you to go into your into your topic, but I want I want them to know in case they want to link up with you. Yes. You, like like how do you service your clients? Do you do you do individual? Do you do groups or do you do both? And what is some of the, you know, without telling too much, but what, what is some of the processes that you take women through? Well, um, yes, I do individuals and um groups. Okay. I, I do both. Okay. Um <clears throat> I actually, um, most of the time I had been doing individuals just because okay. most people are afraid or, uh, less, uh, a little leery about yeah. having a group, but groups can even just be so, so much as what I do for the teens. Like for the teens, I don't get into their personal individual finances it's a it's a class it's literally a class so you know now i can you know go individual and personally in a group setting if that's what you choose but the group settings are usually more class-based and so it's usually just you guys learning and understanding and then you can set up an appointment from there to have your individual work done um but yeah no um individually or um, individually, what I do is, um, actually, we kind of recently, uh, me and my board actually kind of recently changed up my process. But what we do is a consultation, and we see where you are. And honestly, truly, it the the main things that are the same for every client mm -hmm. are that you would give you a consultation, and then you go to one of the programs and based off of that program is what we do from there. Um, because I don't want to tell you what to do per se, because nine times out of 10, these clients are grown mm -hmm. and most people don't like to be told what to do. Right. <laughs> Even though they come to you and say, tell me what to do. They don't want to be told. Right. Really to right. <laughs> so <laughs> you is is really just I'm following you and wherever you need to go and whatever you're looking to do, I'm gonna give you the steps. Now, whether you follow them or not, whether you follow up or not, I hate to say this because it sounds so crazy, but that's your money. You know, that 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 is your money that you just mm -hmm. spent to mm -hmm. get nowhere and to do nothing. Yeah. So, if you, look, if, if they want to pay for your services and not take any other advice, okay. You know, I've actually had that. 
I've actually had that more than the people actually taking the advice. Because again, and, and that's actually what caused um, me and my board to actually change up some of our services because we were giving the consultation for free. Mm -hmm. So you really only were paying for the service or the program portion right. and they would, they would do the consultation cause it's free of course. And then they'll pay for, um, or do a down payment on their service and go into witness protection. And I'm like, well, thank you for that money. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> but what? Like she said they pay for it and they go into witness protection. Like what? What happened? Where'd you go? You know? <laughs> and I'd be like, well, thank isn't you for that that Isn't that crazy that people yeah. do that? Yeah. You know what? I mean, that that just goes to show you that it's a whole mindset around that. It's really a whole re-education that they need. And that they need to become aware of their relationship with money, what their biases are, you know, past experiences oh. that people be holding on to. Biases. Oh, my gosh. I get so many of them. And then that's another reason why mm -hmm. um, so many people go into witness protection, if you, if you will. Because um, seriously, they'll compare our lives. What do you, now, what you mean? What so, you mean? for example, um, if I pull up. Right now, I, I have I do have a nice car. <laughs> okay. um, for me, I, I feel like it's a nice car, but because I didn't pull up in a Lexus or some expensive, unnecessary okay. something. Interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. Or because I didn't look like I was dripping with money. Like that's not hmm. what money is. That that's not what money is. If you take a look at um, actually, I'm gonna give two good examples. Um, Bill and Melinda Gates, they've been on TV a lot. They look like ordinary, regular people. Girl, you know what? Now, see, this is gonna take us. Okay. This is, this is, like, this is like, this is real, real talk. Okay, look, I'm gonna write it down because I don't want to forget, but I don't want to interrupt no more. So I'm listening. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, because I don't live the way that they assume I should be living or look the way they assume I should be living or gave them the advice that they want. They want to hear something mm -hmm. instead of me actually telling them what it really is. Okay. Cause I don't tell them, Oh yeah, go out and buy this, that and the third and ball out. And you should have this huge house. No, honestly, truly. And that's not the way we did it back in the day. Honestly, truly, people stayed in the house forever, uh, forever. And even when they got married and had kids, if the house was big enough, they stayed in the house. And that's how they created certain generational wealth. I'm, I'm going to give a good but a bad example. Okay. Look at the look at the castle. Look at England. That is actually how they live. Everybody stays in the house. It just so happens to be a castle. But it's a castle because everybody was there. Right. Everybody stayed there. Right. Everybody lived there. So there was no need to spend your money over here and over there or whatever the case may be. I mean, to me, mm -hmm. wherever you can save your money and invest in your kid's future, if you have a kid or a vacation or um, a honeymoon or a nice wedding, 
those things, those things that create memories, those things that create lasting um, life um, opportunities that you may not get again. You know, wherever you find yourself where you can save money and make money, that's the opportunity you should take. If you don't need a Lexus, save money and make money. Yep. Right. If you don't need a Lexus, why are you getting a Lexus? Right. I know plenty of people who look like they're dripping with money and balling out of control and are broke. Yep. But you know what? I mean, okay, okay. So, <laughs> I get so I get excited. Yeah, you know, go, go ahead. I, I, I don't want to take I don't want to take away from your uh, topic. Okay. But um yeah, no, I I just um I I um to be honest with you, I still have my old car that I've had since college. Um and I'm on my third car. Most people my age and I'm not going to tell my age, but most people my age are on their like umpteenth car. But I honestly, truly, if my my second car had certain features that I needed and certain things that I wanted in mm -hmm. that car, I would still be driving that car. Okay. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, very, very practical. It's paid off. Mm-hmm. Like there was no payments, the insurance was low because of it, you know. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I, you know, and but um, and then so the the current car that I have, like somebody um that knew I was um about to buy a car or whatever, um, uh, I remember somebody saying to me, "Well, why don't you buy um?" I, I, they said some kind of expensive car, and I was just like, "Why." My my little Buick, my cute little Buick Verano is fine. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. I'm okay. Thank you. Um, and because of the car that I brought and the shopping that I, and I hate shopping for cars, mind you, but because of all the research I did and everything like that, mm -hmm. I was able to pay that car off quickly. And because, like I said, um, I'm I'm constantly learning. I'm forever a student. Nice. So. Um, when I was, um, getting that car, I was just starting my journey per se officially in mm -hmm. the financial world. And so I was like, okay, here's a good opportunity for me to, to, to really understand some things and learn some things. And I was able to pay that car off and able to get, um, a good quote for my insurance and you know mm -hmm. and because of the money i saved from doing research and having as much patience as possible <laughs> you know um i was able to take the rest of the money that i had and do other stuff with it and continue on paying for certain things that i needed to pay for and do certain things and go on trips and go on vacations mm -hmm. And not have to worry about, ooh, is my car insurance paid? Or, ooh, am I going to have a car when I, you know, or whatever little things that we worry about because we're spending our money where it doesn't need to be spent. Mm -hmm. And so we need to take that time to save for our wants and mm -hmm. our needs, which is travel, which is 
right. having that once in a lifetime experience mm -hmm. or something or nice wedding or right. whatever the ca case mm -hmm. may be, or big birthday or you know if you're that person whatever and if you want to create those type of memories you can but you have to mm -hmm. You have to spend your money where your money needs to be spent, not where you want to spend it. And again, that's why I said uh, when I work with clients, that's why I said it's so much more of me going where they <laughs> want to go and just giving them the steps of where they want to go and where right. they want to be as opposed to me telling them. Because right. you, you can lead a horse to water, but you, know, mm -hmm. you can't drink. Well, you know what? It's just like I'm a I'm a therapist. And yeah. it's, you know, they, they, they say it's a person centered plan. You know, mm -hmm. where do they want to go? You know what I mean? What what's mm -hmm. important to them? What are they what are they hoping to get out of your sessions? Right. So I to say that. And then I wanted to say, you know, how we talk about money and, and the African American community. I think we have such a psychology. We do around money. You know what I mean? And I know like my 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 parents were born in the 40s. And um right, they were born in the 40s. So <laughs> it, it it was a it was a whole mindset of you know a lot of times black people didn't really have you know money. So that once we got it, it was okay, we're gonna we, we we're gonna we're gonna look like we got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even when you mm -hmm. look online. Everybody is so busy, you know, talking about, um, oh, you know, uh, join my program. You're going to make, um, you know, 10 grand in the first 30 days. And, you know, people want to take take a picture. Oh, you know, this is what my business bought me. And they got a big bow around a Mercedes or a Lexus. I don't know, whatever the in car, uh -huh. whatever. Uh -huh. And everybody gets so caught up in that. You know, what kind of purse you carry in and you know, do you get an, an expensive weave in your head? And you know, just all that <laughs> stuff. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, who who made your suit and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just like people, people are just focused on the wrong stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that but that really goes down to how you feel about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So so that that that's what that's what I meant when I said it's a whole mindset. You know what I mean? What's your relationship with money and why do you feel and, and, and a lot of times people feel that they have to have they have to look the look the look the part. Let me because they don't feel me, the part. You know oh what my I mean? gosh, one of my friends first. One of my friends, um <clears throat> let's just say he ain't hurting, right? Mm -hmm. And um so uh, a few years ago, um I had somebody that um, I ended up bumping into somebody that knew him from um, school okay. and um, they were like, oh, you know, this person, you know, so we're talking, whatever. And um, they were like, I heard he's in business, but he's still at home with his mama or something like that. And I thought to myself, yeah, but did you know he paid off his mama house? Right. You know, mm -hmm. did you know? that all his bills get paid and he hurting and he can go at anywhere at his will if he feels like mm -hmm. <laughs> like did you know that like you know and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself like you said it's a mindset and we have to we have to keep up with the Joneses just to prove to you what we have mm -hmm. and 
Um, I saw this post the other day. They said, keep up with the Joneses if you want to. I saw them in the um, Walmart line. Like, come mm -hmm. on now. Like, why? Why? Mm -hmm. Like, do you. Just be you. Be Bill and Melinda Gates. Just chill out. It's, it's fine. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, and I, I believe in the in the philosophy of surround yourself with, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Surround yourself with people that, you know, are about upward mobility and stuff like that. But that's not necessarily saying, you know, some people just get it, get into the literal sense of, well, I want to, you know, be seen going to dinner with these people. I associate with these people. You know what I'm saying? But that that's a totally different mindset. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being around other people that are maybe being around other you know, African-American women that are also entrepreneurs. Like, that's what I'm talking Absolutely. about. You know, because you're going to have a lot of things in common. I don't care if you're a financial coach. This person yeah. is, I don't know, life coach and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, everybody wants to, you know, have their own business and, you know, and constantly learning. You know what I mean? Because this is, you know, nothing is etched in stone and things change every day, you know. So, but, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably you probably get a, get a lot of that or, you know, probably have to kind of, as you get, as you, you know, meet with different clients, I know you probably see that, that the needs are different, you know, I mean, just depending mm -hmm. on where they are in life, you know, what their I, goals are, you know, different. Needs. I, I've had clients that, I mean, I just, I would look at their budget and I'll be like, you are spending your money on, nothing that gives you a return okay and and that's usually the main problem is you're putting out you're dishing all your money out to this that and the third that gives you no value or mm -hmm. nothing in return okay. not even an education or a certification or something it didn't even increase your so, knowledge so 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 give us an example of that what Give us a few um, examples of something that 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 people tend to spend money on that doesn't give a return versus something that does give a return. Like, um, well, the uh, the main thing that I I've, I've been seeing in our culture, especially our cars, and then people roll over cars and, okay. um, you know, and it's just like. Okay, you couldn't afford the first car. Don't roll over to another car that's more expensive, and then roll over to another car that's more expensive. Oh, they keep going. Or, okay. Uh huh. Okay. Or these huge houses, and it's just them. Okay. Just them. You know, uh, or they uh, took out a loan for something um, an 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 un unnecessary loan for something, and now they can't pay it back. So um, it's it's usually a loan of some sort, whether it be through uh, actual cash loan that you can use for whatever, or a mm -hmm. uh, car loan, or house uh, loan, or mortgage, or something like that. And it's it's usually way utterly ridiculous, and it just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, to their lifestyle, you know to their actual needs like did you actually need that you know um or they're spending all this money on ordering something online just to be ordering something um oh just to be ordering something okay. mm -hmm. uh yeah people people have these online addictions <laughs> or 
they subscribed to something that they don't use anymore, forgot about it, and like the subscription went up. Like that? Mm, huh? Like a gym membership? Stuff like, okay. Yeah, and then, you know, and it went up or it um, is constantly um, coming out of their account and they're not taking, it, they don't need it anymore, they're not using it or... It's something that they should use, but they're spending money and haven't taken advantage of it because it could help them or whatever your case may be, you know. Okay. Um, and it'll be a issue, and, and most of the clients, it'll be an issue with them, a big issue that they could have taken that money and dealt with this issue and mm -hmm. it could have did a domino effect and helped in other areas. But they decided to put the money elsewhere, and, mm -hmm. and or just for lack of better words, they're not balancing stuff out, and they're not really looking at all of what they're spending, and they're just mindless spending, for okay. lack of better words. You know, they're just spending and not even thinking about it. And those clients usually are the ones who have the money, could do a lot with it, have a mm -hmm. lot of potential to do with it, but they're mindless spending because they're just constantly used to spending and their card never gets the client because they have the money. Okay. And so I even help those people because um, financial literacy doesn't just have to be because, you know, you don't have to be someone with a lot of money. And you don't have to be someone with a little bit of money to have a financial mm -hmm. coach. You know, okay. you can be anywhere on that spectrum. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, truly, because at the end of the day, a real financial coach is going to work with you and your individual needs and necessities. Okay. Um, when I when I work with someone who has a big paycheck, that's a different, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's a different view. Mm -hmm. That's a different aspect. And like I said, nine times out of ten, they're just mindless spending right. and and not putting their money where it could help them grow the money that they already have. Right. Um, and then usually when I'm <clears throat> helping somebody who has the potential to have a nice, um, who have to, to have, they have the budget. Um, they have the money per se, but they, they end up with more month than money because just a matter of budgeting. Okay. So we just need to adjust some things. Um, and then there's the clients who, who feel like they are just dead broke and they ain't got a, <laughs> and they ain't got a dime to their name. What yeah, <laughs> ends up usually happening is their money. They just don't see where their money is going. Okay. And to be honest with you, if, if, if you, if you're not on the street, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and um, you know, if if you're not really poor and truly poor, and even some of those people really aren't poor, you know, they just shoot. They that's just they're just okay with being where they are, and that's mm -hmm. fine. There's nothing wrong with that because they could have a financial coach in a minute if they want it, you know. Mm -hmm. So. But if you're truly, if you, tr if you have a roof over your head, you have some type of income or something coming in from somewhere, even if it's just 
even if you're a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and all you have is your uh, kids, um, you, you know, assistance from the government or something, mm-hmm. you can get a financial coach. And if they are a real financial coach, they will make it work for you and adjust for you. Because that's what a financial coach is. It's not about charging you ridiculous high fees or whatever the case may be. Because at the end of the day, I feel like this. If people can stand in line during the pandemic at uh, Greenbrier Mall in Atlanta for Jordan's expensive shoes, and you 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 one of those people that's calling broke, then you can afford a financial coach. Okay. Mhm. So, um and the one thing that I appreciate about having like you said um having people around you with the with like mind and people that want to see you go further. Mm-hmm. One thing that I appreciate about my board, especially Lindsay. Lindsay's the one that get on me the most and she the youngest. That's that's mm-hmm. the bad part about it. But um you know is they're going to they're going to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to grow just like you're going to make sure they're doing what they need to do to grow because you always have to have somebody to have your back mm-hmm. you know yeah. because at the end of the day i may not be able to see what i'm doing wrong right. and so um i'm i'm here for people of all needs um and truly i can work with anybody the only time that i um nowadays anyways the only time that i kind of like i said i kind of let a person bury the hole for themselves and come back (laughs) um is when they're one of those people like i said Mm -hmm. that call broke but yet you buying this and you buying that and you're buying this and you're buying that then no you you should rightfully so pay someone's fees you right. should pay for that. Now, <clears throat> you know, um, uh, friends and family and uh, business associates and everything like that. The great thing I like about my circle is we all work together. <laughs> we all work together. We all help each other. So if you got something I need and, uh, you know, I got something you need, like we we do trade-offs. And that's what they used to do. Yeah, barter. Back in the day. Yeah, they bartered. They used to do that back in the day. And we don't even, like you said earlier, we don't even, we don't even want to open the door to, yeah. to see what we can do to help somebody else and to see what they can do for us. We don't even want to give them a chance because, oh, well, if I, if I give you this or if I do that, then what you going to do for me? We yeah. always expect something where as, like I said, I love my circle because we don't expect nothing for each other because we give to each other. And honestly, truly, I I wouldn't be doing certain things that I'm doing now without those friends that was like, I'm just going to do for you because I can right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you. What do you, what do you need from me? Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I needed a bunch of t-shirts. So one of my close friends, he does t-shirts. And I remember I needed a bunch of t-shirts. And normally it's it's his business and uh-huh. he does things a certain way. He was like, all right, sis. He was like, no, just tell me what you need. We'll work it out later. And okay. it was able to work out for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And of course he got paid. Mm-hmm. 
it, it takes money to make t-shirts, you know, <laughs> but at the end of the day, he wasn't thinking about, oh, what's she going to do for me? Or, right. or, you know, like it, mm-hmm. we're just so in this mindset of not helping or doing for each other. And I, I, you know, that's not a good corner. If that's who you have in your circle, that's not a good circle. Yeah. And so um, at the end of the day, if you are doing frivolous things and then you turn around and ask for help and you're still doing those frivolous things, but don't want to even let the person make a dip, let them offer, let the person mm-hmm. offer you a deal, you know, don't mm-hmm. go in there with the expectations. You don't, you don't go to Greenbrier Mall and be like, is Jordan taking off? 50%? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not asking questions. Yeah. You're, you're paying for Jordan's shoes full price. Yep. I guarantee you. And, and so to me, if you can do it for Jordan, who I'm pretty sure none of us know personally, right. And you can do it for, the person that you're actually asking for help. You're right. actually yeah. asking for their services. Mm-hmm. You're actually ask, saying, hey, I need this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let them offer you something. And that's what I had to learn because I, w- I would just offer it because, oh, I know you or, oh, because, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's where I said earlier, I was just giving of myself, giving of myself, giving of myself. Mm-hmm. And my my sister she heard me say something one day and she was like, uh-uh, we're not doing that no more. We're not doing free. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, no, we just, uh, no. She was like, you shouldn't do that no more. And I actually had one of my um, celebrity friends one time, they, um, when I was uh, still heavy doing talent um, management, she called me to say, I hope you charge so-and-so when I start and walk over to you and ask for you to help them with this and this and this, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I've just always had people in my corner that say, Ashley, no, d- do what you need to do. Go mm-hmm. for what you know. Right. And look, we, we, we're here and we got your back. And and that's, is the best circle I've had mm-hmm. in my whole wow. life. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So you know what? Looking at the time, yes. Let's go ahead and conclude it with what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? And tell everyone if you have any, you know, upcoming specials or programs, as well as how to find you. Ooh. Mm. To t- if I could tell my younger self, I would have told her to not be afraid. So. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be afraid. The worst that can happen is no. Yeah. And honestly, truly, you never fail. It's just a learning experience, mm-hmm. you know. So don't be afraid to fall flat on your face because if you have friends, you have family, you have a circle, they'll be right there to pick you up, dust you off, <laughs> and <laughs> um, wipe off the tears and. You know the scrapes and keep it moving. Keep on going. Yeah. Um, and you can find me. I, I love my initials. Artistically created productions um, has my initials in it. A R T. So um, you can find me on anything. Like I have my initials in my name everywhere. Honestly, truly, uh, Miss A R Triplet 
that's one P, two T's. <laughs> um, it, usually when you enter that in, you can find me on anything, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, um, even LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. And also you can go to artisticlifedesign.com. And that has um, the link to all of my social media and pages. Okay. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for this interview. This has been so much fun. Yay! So easy to talk to you. Thank you. I, yes, I was enjoying myself. I, thank you. It's, it was it was a pleasure talking to you. I was like so super excited about today. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I love meeting new people, and you know, everybody just brings so much, just so much to the table. Just a you're just a wealth of information over there. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and I know. I look. I know we we could have kept on talking. You know. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's 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 a lot, you know, it's a lot to talk about and, you know, especially when we get to talking about some of those points of views and, you know, people not wanting to work together and people having mm -hmm. this scarcity mindset and we, we could probably talk on at least for another 40 minutes or so. But, <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but thank you again for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully we can work together again. Yes. You know, in the uh, future. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and end. But just actually, just stay on. Just for just just wait for me to come right back. Okay. Okay. Everyone, thank you again for joining us for Eight Queens Roundtable Show, which happens every second and fourth Sunday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please. I believe I've included the link to be a guest. Just go ahead and click on that link and answer the questions. And we will talk further. But thanks again, ladies, for joining us. And everyone, enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. All right. Talk to everyone later. <laughs>